It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to yet another edition of the hottest podcast on the planet, The Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast based on the book, and now the audio book as well, The 27 Rules for Influencers and Leaders. For last week, we failed to mention the audio book is now available, and another uh, 42 to you. This is Jackie Robinson Day, I would imagine. Um, That's the 42 that comes to mind for me. Uh, 42. Can't wear it again in baseball. It's retired for everyone for all time. Connie Hawkins? I'm going Jackie Robinson. Okay. <laughs> Just because it's retired, right? You'll never see it in baseball again. We're in the midst of the World this Series. This is true. Indeed. I like that. Steve Noodleberg. Is there baseball going on? There is baseball. It's hard to know okay. because the NBA has kind of surpassed Major League Baseball. And there's as far this as thing called football. That, and, 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 you, you know, know, right now is that perfect storm of the NFL is good. The college football is meaningful. Major League Baseball is in the cusp of World Series. And by the way, the NBA premieres tonight. Yes, it does. So I know we tape for podcasts, but here we are. Uh, our guest today, you guys had a little boot camp this morning, I understand. No, no. I mean, we... Uh, you talked about a boot camp and somebody that kicked That was my ass. boot camp. Oh, he wasn't there? No, he wasn't there. Oh, I thought no. you were there. Marketing director at Aflac, Rick Whelan. Welcome. Nice so, to have you with so, us. So uh, Rick and I were fortunate enough to meet um, six months ago. I met him through somebody I worked out with at the gym, which is sort of how you, you know, uh, how, how I build my business. Uh-huh. Instantly connected because he's a fellow Jet fan. You are a Jet fan. So you guys bonded over misery. Absolutely. Misery loves company. We know it, man. Yeah. It was Listen, like, yeah. so, so here's the best part. When, when I was trying to get to, you know, to see him, I invited him to Dolphin Training Camp. Mm-hmm. And he sends me back a note. He goes, Why do I want to go there for? Why would I want to go there for? Yeah, I don't, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Hey, it was nice to meet you. I'd like to do business. You want to come to my, uh, my friend's funeral? Yeah, the hell's the it's, matter a, with it's you, tomorrow. Right? It should be a lot of fun what for the everybody. What's the matter with you? I would have chose the funeral o- over Dolphin's Over camp. Dolphin's Training <laughs> Camp. Yeah. Jets fans. Well, you, you know, again, misery and so company. Everybody knows the duck, and we are not going to duck around here. Oh, I couldn't wow. help myself. I'm wow. sorry. Ken Levicka, who normally produces this podcast, is the voice of the FAU Owls. Yes. So he is Lane Kiffin's right-hand man broadcast, Correct. and he's an apologist and a sympathizer, but he's the guy with the corny jokes <laughs> and, and the puns. <laughs> and so Ken is in Chicago today with his family and God his, and his daughters and his wife and whatnot. So you decided you were going to play the role of Ken Levicka with the, the ducking around. I actually shared it with Get Ken. Get the duck out I of here. Said, hey, can we duck this thing up today? Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, oh, boy. without further ado, welcome, Rick. Rick, uh, thanks for so having glad me. to have Appreciate you. It. So you meet Steve Nodelberg, and immediately you think, what the hell is this all about? <laughs> Agreed. It's like a force of nature. It's like a Category 3 storm. Until I found out he was a Jets fan, then it was all right. It, didn't, it matter. Was all right. Didn't, didn't matter what the meeting See? was about. And then it was all right. Okay. Well, you guys met. It says marketing director at Affleck. What does that mean as a market director? Because we know the brand, and I think people identify, and you get a ton of marketing support. If you watch television, if you watch sports, you know that Affleck is omnipresent. Everybody knows yeah. about the duck. And, and they know the, you know, the Affleck, the, the, you know, the simple. But my question was always, why was Ben Affleck never approached to actually be the voice or face there? Oh, my God. That's, that's, a, that's, actually a, good, that's a great question. I'm going to have to ask. Affleck. Uh, I'm going to have to ask some people right? about that. Not that Affleck, but they probably did approach him. Right. And he said, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay. not. And in, in hindsight, <laughs> now, probably not a terrible idea. 
But regardless, market director. Yes. So what does that mean for the masses that say, what am I going to learn in this next 30 minutes from Mr. Rick Whelan? So I, uh, I lead the sales force, sales and distribution force for Aflac in South Florida. Okay. So, and that uh, entails? That, that entails working with our regional sales coordinators, our district sales coordinators, and all of our Aflac agents in South Florida so, so, to support them mm-hmm. in um, you know, account acquisition and in servicing their clients across okay. the state. So the question on the page here, it says, why you're working with Steve? I think that's a great question, and I'm sure there's a good answer. But it's a greater question than possibly the the answer. You skipped a couple other things. Well, no, I mean, we'll we'll come come back to that. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. I'm just figuring out why a young man with so much going for him would want to align forces, you know, with a Noodleberg over here. So by all means. With a Noodleberg, right? With a Noodleberg over here. Category four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Cat three, cat three. Three. Cat Cat three. I think first and foremost, uh, being a salesman, you know, there's, there's no one better to align yourself with, um, when you're in that business and especially someone like Steve who, who's had tremendous success over the years. Um, but it was just, you know, we, we had a synergy. We started talking and, you know, I I don't think the initial conversation was meant for us to probably partner, but Mm -hmm. I think by the end of our conversation and, that's well said. Yeah, Cu- couple cigars and scotches deep. We 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 started to figure out <laughs> a lot, you know, how yeah. we could work together. A lot, a lot gets done. A lot gets done over scotch and cigars, yeah. or vodka, or champagne. It well, seems well. You know, it goes back to that. You know, if you don't like somebody, mm-hmm. the conversation's done. Right, and done. You're going to fizzle it out. You Correct. know, we sort of connected. We liked each other. I was not there with any agenda other than one of the guys I met said, "Hey, you should meet Rick. He's new to the market." Mm-hmm. I got to hear all about what he did up north, why they brought him down here, which I aligned with, mm-hmm. you know, then it naturally said, Hey, I know a lot of people. Maybe there's people I can introduce you to. It's a big part about what I do. And he was like, that would be awesome. That's, you know, fantastic. Rick used one of my favorite words and I use it every week on your podcast and I use it every day on the air. It's one of my two favorite words. He said, synergy, symbiotic and synergy, because if it is not for all involved, it is not for all involved. If it's not a win-win, like you think in sports, that was a great deal. Look what the team got. Look what the player got. Look at the trade. In those rare instances, just most of the time, somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. When you go to the car lot, somebody's going to win that deal. You get, you know, you got the best out of the dealership or they got you. But when you choose to do business with people, you are looking for, as Rick mentioned, that synergy. And if there is synergy and you like someone, why would you not further explore it? Why would you not? Exactly. Exactly. That's how you function as well. That's how you see the world. That's how I see the world. Well, you know, for me, the way I looked at it was, here's a guy that I like. Here's a guy that's had success in New York. I I could help him do what he does. Aligning with the duck, all jokes aside, Mm -hmm. major company, major brand Mm -hmm. that is delivering a value proposition that I actually really like. I don't even think a lot of people know exactly what hat flag does yeah most, i don't think most they, people do i don't think they do no. either i mean i see the commercials and yeah. it's like oh you got hurt how are you going to pay for this you're out of yeah. work yeah but let's i mean to be honest with you there's three things i can think of in life right. that i buy hoping never to use yeah and one of them is a casket yeah. or, or, or or a plot <laughs> right. and the other yeah. one is insurance right it's one of those things i mean think about in life the things that you buy that you're hoping to never have to use right well but you're in, glad you did when when <laughs> correct exactly it's that thing that you want to buy you right. know, that you need to buy because it's peace of mind, but right. you don't want to ever use it because if you do, something bad happens. Because the one thing you can't buy is peace of mind. Right. But in effect, you are when you buy insurance. I just, you know, there's always irony to me in life. Mm-hmm. When I buy a, a box of uh, trash bags, 
And then I take the box that the trash bag was in after the last one. I put it in the bag. I'm like, oh, the circle is now complete. <laughs> the circle of life. The box that the bag the was stuff in. you think is, about is. I know. Who thinks about that? Because it is. And I'm like, what do I buy in life I'm hoping to never use? Oh, cemetery plot, right? Or, awesome. or, or cremation and, and insurance. But peace of mind is one of those things. Sure. Regardless, it is, there are different challenges. It's easier to sell things that are exciting and sexy, like yachts and private jets and vacations Mm -hmm. and less easy if you will to sell things that maybe aren't recreational fun by choice but provide peace of mind i would challenge you that please do that that. because when someone needs that insurance Mm -hmm. what they need that service they're glad they have it they're all over you they they become your best friend right and so knowing that you can provide that when people need it because statistically but you know how i know it's a challenge because before the hurricane, they mm-hmm. tell you June 1st, hurricane season begins. Nobody gets their supplies. No. But when finally my boy Steve Weagle goes, okay, it's coming. It'll be here in 36 hours. Suddenly, it's a madhouse at Target, Walmart, every store, every yeah. water, every canned good. Because they don't want it till they need it. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And, and I think it's also tangible, right? So insurance is intangible. It's right. a promise. Mm-hmm. You know, where everything else we go and buy, it's tangible. You know, I'm going to the store. I'm getting that generator. Mm-hmm. No matter what, now I have it. Now I have it, Mm -hmm. right? So just in case anything happens, I think it's the same aspect, right? Insurance is a promise to pay if something bad happens. Right. But we don't want to think about what's happening, but we want to be able to be prepared for it. So what is, why don't you share, because we have lots of people from all over the place. All over the world. Yeah. Um, But what what is AFLAC and what does it do? AFLAC is the largest provider of voluntary benefits. Now, I like to call them your non-traditional benefits. Non-traditional. You know, when, you, when you think of traditional benefits, you think of your health, dental, vision, although we have some of those products. Mm-hmm. Um, more of the non-traditional benefits, such as cancer and critical illness insurance, disability insurance, uh, hospital programs to offset hospital deductibles, all programs that pay people cash in the time of need, mm-hmm. when they need money the most, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever known someone, or maybe maybe it was you, all of a sudden you got... You know, most people understand how their health insurance works when something bad happens, right? When they right. get admitted to the hospital and all of a sudden they have a $6,000 bill and they don't have know how they're going to pay it. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We help people, you know, get cash in time of Filling need. Filling in like those that. gaps. Right, correct. And again, providing that peace of mind. And the marketing, you're right, Steve. We know the brand. We know the duck. We know the slogan. And for some folks, it's just front of mind, which is really ideal in marketing and not necessarily advertising where they go, ooh, act now, call now, log in now. There's not that moment to why do I, but I think they do a decent job of illustrating like, you know, during football, they're showing, a, you know, a guy or a gal who got hurt on the job. And these are working folk that are depending on working. I don't come to work. I don't get paid. Me personally, if I don't come to the show, I don't get paid. And sure. Affleck is explaining to millions of Americans that if you can't, for whatever reason, we've got you. The, the part that I Absolutely. found fascinating about, you know, getting to work with the brand is that um, when I'm talking to employers, mm-hmm. they don't know necessarily either. And they're happily surprised. Really? With this education, like, wow, I can provide this incredible thing to my employee base, which I want to do in an era when I've had to take all this stuff away. I can provide this and not have to pay the full freight to do it. So from an employer standpoint, they're like, fantastic. How fast can your people get in here? So, yeah, and that's a great point, Steve. You know, for us, we're not just uh, an insurance carrier. We're also the largest distributor 
of insurance in the country as well, and a technology company. So we're able to provide solutions for business owners to be able to make these programs available, whether they want to pay a portion of it or not. There's no obligation for them to do so. A technology company. That's Correct. interesting. Expound upon that, please. So we, we have our proprietary software that we have that helps enroll all benefits, not just AFLAC programs. So, mm-hmm. you know, when employers are out there looking for a platform to enroll benefits on because they're tired of all that paper, you know, we have that and, and are able to help our clients with that. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, the distribution of that as well, um, you know, and, you know, obviously in, in the technology realm, we also have, you know, uh, um, most people don't know is that um, AFLAC have their own children's cancer center, the AFLAC Children's Cancer Center. Did not know that. Center. Where is that? Down in Atlanta, Georgia. It's one of the top three facilities in the country. Done so much. Cancer. I've done personally. I've been so blessed to get to do stuff with pediatric cancer. Yeah. Um, not just St. Jude's and Ron McDonald House, but recently in March in Washington with their big center and a benefit for that purpose. I didn't know that. That's tremendous. Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen on the, it's been on the news a lot lately. Um, we just came out with the My Aflac Duck. It's a robotic duck for, um, for children who are going through cancer and chemo. Didn't know that. Where it reacts to them and their feelings, and they're able to use emojis on That's the great. duck to let the doctors and the nurses know how they're feeling. This humanizes a company. It humanizes a brand. Absolutely. It, well, it, to see the clips of this duck, you can put these stickers on it, and the duck actually creates the emotion so that the kids can see right. these different emotions and you know all of that Great. stuff it's just so it's so Great. heartwarming it's so amazing so they've not now taken the brand brought it to life in a way that it actually has a real benefit to the kids and to the parents mm-hmm. and you know so um for those of us that are touched by those are that are less fortunate which clearly i include myself in that seeing this i'm just watching the clips i was you know, brought to tears. And, it's and, like unbelievable. And alignment is everything. F- f- take it from a guy who does. I don't do nearly as many charity events as I used to. Uh, I've cut down considerably the number that I will host or MC uh, mm-hmm. in some capacity. But I can tell you, based on the ticket price and the cause, how early they'll arrive, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. much they'll pay attention, and how yeah. willing they op- open their wallets during the bidding. Right. And when you deal with lung cancer, people say, well, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been smoking. <laughs> and when you deal with domestic violence well sometimes you know she was asking for what one thing regardless of all or you know animal causes well you know they're animals or dogs so what i mean you know in parts of asia we eat these animals while you do it i'm just saying that but but you understand that there are totally. there, there are what you guys in sales call objections mm-hmm. pediatric cancer no one has a word to say because kids shouldn't be sick okay. so when That's a company well said, decides yeah. to take their time and their compassion and their dollars in back sick children, how do you then not choose to work with and give your business to them knowing that, damn it, there's nothing you can do to argue the point that they actually care? So I'm assuming it's in Atlanta because they were originally based in Columbus? So, yeah, Aflac's headquarters in Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Georgia. Um, but Aflac was also founded on a cancer plan. So oh, that's how Aflac that. started. Wow. They, they started with a cancer insurance plan, and that's all they had. Wow. So it's um, very near and dear to their hearts and to the hearts of all people that work at Aflac and, and, and all the associates that are appointed with Aflac. Interesting. Well. Aflac is working toward its own elimination, would like to help cure cancer, so therefore they wouldn't have to write policies anymore. Think about that. Yeah. Another, right? It's just, right, another one of those. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are doing so because they are in sales and marketing, team leaders, and they want to grow and they understand, okay, what can I get from this episode 
that is going to make me smarter, more efficient, more successful. So it says here to get your take on the biggest challenges in today's sales yeah, environment. You see a bunch of different kinds of salespeople. You saw salespeople up north. Sure. You saw salespeople here, and there are geographic differences. Sure. So, so what are the I'm, biggest challenges yeah, what is, that you see? Take? Yeah. Um, I think the, the biggest challenge for any salesperson is themselves, to How be so? honest. How um, so? I think I think it's tough to do what we do. When, when you get up in the morning knowing that you're successful or you're a failure based on you. Depending on your own performance. Right? You, you, have no one, you have no one to blame it on. Yeah. Right? So I, I think it's being honest with yourself. And, and it's funny, you know, people sometimes they work for other people and they work really, really hard. And then all of a sudden when you have the opportunity to work for yourself, mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden, hey, I'm coming in late. I'm watching that third rerun of Sports Center, <laughs> even though nothing's changing. I'm watching the third, the third Sports Center. Do they require that discipline? Are, are, they, are they in that, you know, the old analogy? I don't know if it's politically correct anymore. Are they an Indian then, not a chief? Are they, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen? Some people need that structure. Right. Some people, they they need that because they may be more efficient, more effective. They may be a better salesperson when they're in the structure provided by working harder for somebody else. And and that's where where I come in with our coordinators. We provide that structure to give them that structure that they're that they're craving. I mean, most people can't survive outside of a system, you know, Hmm. to have a system for everything to be efficient within. um, If someone's doing that outside that, eventually they're going to run into something because you can't just wing it forever. And winging it is not duplicatable. So Steve could be tremendously successful selling a certain way, but if but if he can't box it up and duplicate it or get someone else to do it, it dies right there. It dies right there with it's, Steve. Steve, Steve. The absolute perfect point because I use the football analogy that the greatest teams are the ones that have these great processes. And we were just talking about they went to an event. The Patriot way. Uh, well, and is that what you guys as just fans? We, we, we're not going to talk no. about that. We're going to talk about the <laughs> Niners. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about the, yeah, the Niners, right? The Niners he just went to an Black event. Okay. He met with Joe Montana and Jerry that's why, Rice. That's why I did the event with right. for the pediatric cancer was me and okay. Joe Montana so in there, D.C. at the MGM. There's no, so, no, yeah. you know, no mistakes, no accidents. Yeah. You know, you look at those guys. They got up to speak to the 4,000 people that were there yeah. and talked about we had a process. They had a system that everyone was bought into. Mm-hmm. That they all implemented, which you know is now the West Coast offense, the and Bill is still, Walsh still system. Then. Everyone was bought into the coach, right? Yep. So that's the biggest part. Bill Walsh sold them on that dream mm-hmm. and that system. They all bought in a thousand percent and held each other accountable, accountable to mm-hmm. to running that system the way it was supposed to be run, and that's how they found all that success. Mm-hmm. And it does not happen without that because every unit whether it's a sales unit, a football unit, is going to deal with adversity. Mm-hmm. It is coming our way. Of course. In sales, we signed up for it. We said, all right, yeah. bring me the rejection. I'll take the hit. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. We, we talk about this all the time. It's a game of, um, you know, we're, we're going to make adjustments. We go in at halftime. At halftime. Adjust. Mm-hmm. If you're not bought into the system, it's chaos. Sunday night, yeah. the uh, Chiefs had nine points at halftime. Right. Incredible. Took the lead in the fourth quarter. Lost that game 43-40. Because halftime is about what do we have to stop them from doing? And what is it that we can do now that they can't stop? You just can't help bringing up the Patriots. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> so for us, a Jets fan, the Jets had already won. Yeah, the Jets had already won. It, it <laughs> has to be a week where the Jets are on their second win in a row, and it just so happens that the Dolphins and yeah. 
the Patriots win, which don't help our cause. See, the, the sounder just went off right there saying, <laughs> aha. That was right. the aha sounder. I mean, so yeah. seriously, Dolphin fans, you know, how fortunate could you be? That game, you know, was, you know, in Chicago's hands, should be done. Right. You know, put up, you but know. you make adjustments. Right. You now, know. speaking of which, now your company a couple of years ago had a challenge. Because the man that provided the, the sound got in trouble on Twitter. People were unhappy with something you tweeted. He's a comedian. Comes yeah. with the territory. But I often speak of why it is you don't use human beings as the entire face and brand of your company. Yeah. Because Tony the Tiger uh, never got pulled over with the hookers and cocaine. <laughs> right. right. And he's True. been selling cereal for 50 years. But a sandwich franchise, he can use the wrong guy and he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. So your company did have a, a PR issue for a little bit. Because even though he was off camera... He provided the sound. It was Boys. Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. the comedian, yeah. of, of the Affleck. So that was a challenge yeah. for you guys. Yeah, because we do two-thirds of our business in Japan. Um, and, oh, that's and, right. You know, oh, I, I, for, I forgot what he was in trouble so, for. Some off-color comments about the tsunami. Right, um, right. You know, right. Affleck's a very conservative company. And, and this not, is where contingency planning comes in and goes, right. okay, we got this. We've been prepared for this. Yeah. So you that's understand right. those challenges. I do. I do. There, there has to be a backup plan. There has to be preparation. And you have to already anticipate mm-hmm. all the outcomes that Correct. can happen. Prepare for the things you can't prepare. I, mean, for. I think people just look at the sale, like when the sale is made, but there it's broken up into so many different parts. It's it's the pre-sale. It's it's you know while you're at the meeting. It's post-sale. It's you know then you know how do you take care of the client? So I think I think no matter what you sell, um, you know that that there's a process, and and you have to continue to know what what all the outcomes could be before you go in. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, but that's part of the challenge. And, that, and the, one of the things from a, um, when I, when I work with salespeople all over the country, there's two different kinds of efforts when, uh, you know, the book, the art of war, mm-hmm. there's air cover and there's ground troops. Right. So working for a company like Aflac gives you unbelievable air cover. Now it's up to you as the soldier to go take the territory because anybody you contact, they're, they're not going to go, well, I don't never heard of Aflac. No, impossible. You know? Now, they may not know what Aflac's about. They may not know about you. You provided all that air cover. That's the air right. cover. Man. Right. They have gone in and set the territory up so that you can go get it. And the guys that I know that work with you yeah. respect that. They go, I have this brand that I can go talk about. Yeah. And now it's up to me. So there's really no excuse at that point. Where it says, well, you know, I, I'm not getting any traction, baloney. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, having the duck and the brand um, really just does um, wonders for you because we have 98% brand recognition in the marketplace. So really? maybe there's 2% of people out there that don't. So those millions of dollars are paying off. Yeah, 100%. Marketing works. And and they market that, that way on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want you to wonder, hey, what does that flag do so we can come out there and explain it to you right. face-to-face? It reminds me of, and you, you got, I don't know how old you are, uh, Rick, but you remember when... Uh, 12. He's 12. He's 12 years old. I don't know how old you are, <laughs> Rick. Tall for my age. Very no, tall. I'm saying you, you could be, in a, you could be in, a, in a 12-year range that I'm not going to try and guess, but I often reference remembering when Infinity launched their brand. Mm-hmm. There were very vague commercials that made you curious what Infinity was or going to be, and there was going to be a reveal, mm-hmm. but it in no way indicated it was going to be an automobile. So it made you curious at a time before dot com where you couldn't find out. You had to wait for the next commercial, and then finally the commercial, and then the Super Bowl commercial. Oh, it's a luxury imported Japanese car. Yeah, that was a Q forty five. Got it. 
The the first one was, first one was I don't it was Q series something Q, right? you remember yeah. stuff that blows my mind but I'm don't like, you remember yeah. that when they were the, the, they, the Infinity brand launched I want to say it was probably nineteen ninety or ninety one I watched too much TV I'm yeah. trying to remember what that I had is. for breakfast this yeah well, that's so that's a like, different like, yeah. who's the actor that everyone says you look like because I know that you're the, who's the actor Rick, that Who, people tell you that uh, you look like I have no idea come on he was in was it Home Fries with uh, Drew Barrymore he's in everything who the, who what's the actor's name. He's that guy. You see movies, you go, that guy. That guy. So I'm going to have to look it up, Steve, right. while you give us a little bit of time. What's, what's the big, while I, while I find the actor's name. Hold on. Rick, Who's ever seen Home Fries with Drew Barrymore? I've never even <laughs> heard of that movie. <laughs> but before, I told but, you, this guy has knowledge beyond I'm going to find out. No offense to Drew Barrymore. What's the, I saw her in E.T. She was great. She was great. That was also 1982. Well, she was also 50 Dates. That was a great 50 flick. First dates. 50 First uh, Dates. What's the biggest <laughs> myth? Because I love the myth busters. Okay. Not the TV show, but the people that go, actually, you're wrong. I'll sit at the blackjack table, and the guy will say, oh, that idiot hit the 14. The dealer showed a six. He ruined it for the whole table. Yeah. And I go, biggest myth in the casino, right. his poor play negatively affects yours. And yeah. some of the smartest people have the hardest time grasping the concept yeah. that while it does affect the cards coming out, only negatively affects his hand. Right. It is indifferent to the outcome, positive or negative, of yours. They go, oh, right. they fight me, they fight me. But they if get you're it. the anchor, you got to play right. In, right. In third base. But here's the thing. But say, say I play. Got to hit the sixteen. But but, but say, say I play it wrong according yeah. to the book. Doesn't right. negatively affect your hand. No. People but, think but it people does. People leave right. that right. And people right. listen to this right now. Eighty percent of them are going to go. He's wrong. He's That's wrong. Exactly. I'm right. not wrong. Right. I, the math is the math is the math. The statistics probability are the universal language of life. There would be people who would argue though. There would be people who would, would probably argue. probably you're nine to ten. Right. Would argue. They do <laughs> nine to ten do when they're all wrong. Yeah. And then eventually they go. Well, I don't We're going to bet the trading place bet. Well, right? yeah, one dollar. Yeah, one dollar. So what's the biggest myth in sales? The biggest that people perpetuate. Got to do this. Never do that. It's always this. It's always That's that. Good what's question. the biggest myth? Um, the biggest myth is whale hunting is a good idea. You know, going after the big one. I just need that one big account or that uh, one big case, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest um, myth that, because really what that does is make you not diversified. That could be right. the worst thing that happens to you. You so pop that one big account and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you're living off that. And then when it disappears, you got nothing. It's so interesting because I just had lunch with another guy and we, we were having this conversation and he says, it looks like you have a lot of balls in the air. And I said, to me, it's like a roulette table. Yeah. I've got chips all the way out. I got big ones, right. small yeah. ones. I got, every, I want them all covered because mm -hmm. I know statistically more than half of them aren't going to, are not, are going to go away. They're going to get taken Today. away. Right. Today. Boom. Yeah. They're going to get Diversify. taken away. I'm going right. to hit, you know, they're, they're going to say no, 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 we're leaving you. We're not doing it. You know, boom. So, you know, I don't know which one it is, but nothing wrong with singles, doubles, triples, no. you know, along the way. So I, I love games. that. I'm I trying desperately to find the lo that locate the actor's name, and I may have been wrong. That about movie that. is not even on the internet. Yeah. You can't even find yeah, that movie. Wait a minute! No, 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 no! I found the actor. I found the actor. He's in. He's in Santa uh, Clarita Diet. The actor that you resemble greatly, greatly, and I'm sure that they've said you look like that guy, and they don't know his name is Timothy Olfant. Timothy okay. Olfant is the. So actor. that helps I have me. No idea who that none. is. Timothy Olfant. Who I'm gonna, I'm you gonna go know Google. from? <laughs> Can Wait, someone tell me if this is a, a compliment or, or whether yeah. I know or, or, no, whether I, or whether I should stand up right now? One eye. No, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he's a super good-looking dude. He was in. He was in once. Well, my arms are pretty long. I could probably reach him across the table. Uh, he was in Mother's Day. 
He was on Justified. He was on the TV show Justified. He was the lawyer dude on Justified. What is Justified? He was in The League. Does it look like him? He was in The Office. He was in The Office. He played Danny Cordroy for a bit on The Office. And Steve Carell was like jealous and wanted to be his best friend because he was too good looking. Um, Timothy Olfan. I think he was on the HBO show with the Cowboys and the... He was in the crazies. I, I don't know. Okay, you're, t- you're talking a different language to me. Yeah. The girl next anything. door. He was in the girl next door. Love it. Okay, I'm gonna show you a picture. He was in Rockstar. He was in the band with Mark Wahlberg and <laughs> Rockstar. What I tell you, you never know what happens on this. I just don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. You never know what I'm happens. Show you that. You, I'm gonna show you. You see him, you're gonna go, oh, Timothy Olfan. I know who he is. We were with the guy at breakfast. He's that handsome actor right there. Oh my god, I do know that guy, Timothy Olfan. You never heard that before. No, you look a lot like him. No. That is a compliment. That's a compliment. That I take it as a compliment. I would, I would say a nice compliment. That. Guy's a damn movie it. star. Look at you, man. You're, you're in yeah. here slumming with noodle He's a movie. He's, he's, he's making a, movies. He's a movie star that we have no idea his name. <laughs> he, you know those those guys? He was in what? The Girl Next Door. Girl Next Door. Yeah, girl, girl Next, next door. door. Yeah, Girl Next Door. Okay, so this was fun. Rick Whelan, appreciate the time. It was great to meet you. Appreciate you having me. It was great meeting you as well. Best of luck with everything, as we always say. Steve, we don't ask people how you doing, because that's just small talk and chatter. We ask them, as Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan said, tell me something good. So what do you got good? So I'm going to Other than the fact that Rick looks like a movie star. Well, I'm grateful that he looks like a movie star. I'm going to go with this week. That the Gators are on a bye, mm-hmm. so Young Noodleberg comes home, and we are six and one heading into Jacksonville. Boy, you caught a break last week. To play week. Georgia. Boy, you caught a break last week. I don't week. know about a break. Oh. Man. Good teams find a way to win. They and, came up flat, and bad teams find ways to lose. True. So we and and for I, I would have to say that Mullen turned things around. That that team has a winning attitude. You know, I talk about it all the you time. Can learn you can learn a lot believe, from you I'm can, wearing. I'm wearing my Believe shirt yep. today. Yep. You got to believe. They and, could learn a lot from Saturday in Nashville and an early kick and Correct. being down 21 to three or 21 whatever. 21 to three. You're right. That could be a, for a season. You go, guys. Now you get it. That okay. was it. And, right. and so they are learning how to win. And I think the Georgia game will be really interesting. They have a great defense. So go see they, your son. They, and, and my son will be home this Fantastic. weekend. So. Totally jacked. Up. Our thanks to Rick Wheel and market director at Aflac. Again, today we weren't ducking around. No ducking you, you, around. You ready to get the duck out of here? Let's get the duck out of here. I can't with your with your. Hey, punts. you know what? Duck off. I've never heard any of this stuff. <laughs> never before. before. <laughs> and they think they're clever, too. Are you going right? to quack at me again? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Steve Nillenberg, Josh Cohen saying thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. So long, everybody.